All right, Mike. Let's hear it. You're a real gamer. Name name four Fallout Boy songs. First of all, never claim to be a real gamer. I don't play video and, games. And don't associate gaming with Fallout Boy, please. <laughs> Wait, what's what? What's your beef with Fallout Boy, Todd? I don't have any beef. I, I've just like never liked them. You heard it here first. Breaking news: Todd has major beef with uh, lead singer of <laughs> Fallout Boy, uh, Brandon Yuri. Pete Stump. Pete Stump is Brandon Yuri the other one? He's Brandon Yuri. Panic at the Disco. They're 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 not the same band, but also at the same time they're the same band, and I can't right, be convinced otherwise. I might I'll give the other guy a free pass because he did a Taylor Swift song. Patrick. Which Patrick. guy? Patrick Stump. <laughs> uh, from from the other band. From Fall Out Boy, or Panic no, at the Disco? From, no, Panic at the Disco. Did a, yeah. he did a song with Taylor Swift? Yeah, it was a pretty popular song. It was out like a year ago. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't, I don't listen to Taylor Swift songs. What <laughs> uh, is, is it like? Just because Taylor Swift comes out with a song, everyone's supposed to know what it is. Come on now. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, so some some big news over here. I'm now officially a PC gamer. I'm going to beat Half-Life Alex before Todd. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's I'm not. That's the first thing I'm buying. I'll get, like a, I'll get a PC and it'll never be used, and I'll just play Half-Life Alex and like every other VR game that I've wanted to try. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it doesn't eventually come to PSVR, but d- can't you buy the Oculus Quest and, and play it, Mike? Yeah, I could. Is it just like not as crazy if you're not playing think... it on? Um, I asked someone about. Oh wait, you asked me about the Oculus Quest. Have... I actually don't know. I do not know. I believe you could. I just. I the Quest is, I mean, underpowered compared to like the Valve Index and yeah. whatever the yeah. the the one that needs a PC for Oculus would be, or the or the Vive, or whatever. I don't know anything about VR and where those stand. I'm just a baby boy VR person with PSVR. But yeah, I got a PC. So I think the last time that I had a PC in my possession was, I think, at least 20 years ago. I think that checks out. So yeah, it's uh, taken. The Valve Index (laughs) VR kit is a grand. I didn't know it was that expensive. Yeah. Yeah, because doesn't it have like doesn't it have like crazy controllers that are yeah, supposed to be better better the better than like other VR controllers? I don't know. It's Valve. They, yeah, they no, can they look good. do whatever they want, I, I guess. Speak, when it comes to I think it comes with speakers too. I don't even know. It's, it's nuts. That's crazy. I'm getting that definitely. That's the first thing I'm getting. Todd's gonna fucking sell all of his other possessions and and <laughs> buy the Valve Index, I guess. Um, well, I like the PSVR because it's like an easy option for like you know people who can't get into that stuff but that thing's so fucking bulky on your head with all the wires that come out of it too and everything i would just appreciate something a little yeah better. but is the valve index wireless uh i have no idea it looks like it though i didn't think it was i thought all of them were wired except for the quest i thought qu- that was like part of the quest thing was that it was a wireless yeah i think the quest is a wireless one um uh well i lost my train of thought it's not important Apparently not. So yeah, I'm I'm in that PC ecosystem now. So I've been spending the last uh, two days messing around with that and trying to familiarize myself again with Windows. And I uh, I bought Overwatch for a third time. Oh wow! Did the same thing I did a long time ago. 
Yep. So I will say, and it, it partially because I don't r- run my Xbox in 4K normally, um, but seeing Overwatch in 4K, and I meant to look this up. It, it, Mike, can you double check real quick while I'm talking? Is Overwatch on console 30 frames and not 60? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Because playing it on PC, I like I'm not I'm not the person that like cares about graphic graphical fidelity. I'm not the person that usually cares about frames per second. And it could just be because it's in 4K that I'm noticing a difference. But playing it on PC, it ran like like just even the menus and stuff. Everything was running way smoother than on Xbox. That I was kind of shocked that it was like that big of a difference in just in that regard. Um, no, it runs on 60 on. It, it does. Yeah. So maybe it's just the 4K that was making it feel a little bit Probably. crispier for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have an Xbox X. I just uh, Xbox One X. I just I play through the capture card, which doesn't uh, let me hit 4K. So it could just be that. Plus, I'm playing on a different monitor than uh, my consoles, so it could just be this monitor, maybe a little bit, a little bit uh, higher refresh rate or something. But regardless, I am garbage with mouse and keyboard i really want to learn to that skill i want to get better at doing it um but overwatch at least has a crutch where i can just plug in my xbox controller which i did last night and play so i could definitely hold my own last night playing arcade when i plugged in a controller so i'm definitely gonna mess around with overwatch a little bit uh i mean i'm not gonna take it seriously because i don't expect to be like this pro player but i've been digging into that dude you're not I, uh, I downloaded Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I haven't played it yet. And then uh, I downloaded Valorant, and I didn't think this was going to be a game for me, but I'm actually kind of surprised that I played a couple matches, and I was like, all right, I, I could maybe revisit this if other people I know were, were playing it. So uh, again, not something I think I'll take super seriously, because just getting used to mouse and keyboard is, is very difficult for somebody who has never played uh, a first-person shooter with mouse and keyboard. Um, and Valorant at least as far as I know, doesn't support controller support. So I, uh, I have to learn how to use it, but yeah. So I'm now in that PC PC life, but anyways, welcome everyone to the past control podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about animal crossing too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan groom and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Weather's better. In in what regard? I don't know. It wasn't so hot. It wasn't so muggy. I didn't go outside, but I gathered as much from my window. What do you, what do you, so what, what is a typical Mike attire for the weather that's happening outside today? Uh, shirt, pants, shoes. Wait, you wear shoes around the house? Oh, inside the house, no. Do you wear shoes in the house, Todd? No. I don't wear shoes in the house at all. Like, ever. I, like, take off my shoes when I get home from work. Same. I take them right, right when I get in the house. That's, like, the first thing I do. Yeah. I mean, in, in the current world, like, the shoes don't even come in my house just because I uh, less outside I stuff wear, inside. I wear sandals half the time these days, even with, like, dress pants. Todd's, Todd's living a whole whole different life. What are, you, what are you sipping on over there, Mike? You just got a little little Coke in that cup or something else? Cranberry juice. Straight cranberry? Mm-hmm. It's my guy right there. I I love cranberry juice. Todd Todd is uh 
drinking a beer. It looks like that's photoshopped onto your screen. It doesn't even look real for some reason. <laughs> right. It does kind of look weird looking at it. Rounding us out on this lovely Saturday evening is the former Overwatch fiend, Mr. Action Bang Bang Shoot 'em Up, Todd Gary. Shit's getting scary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Now, now you just got me thinking about playing uh, Half Life. I'm, I'm like depressed. I really, really want to fucking buy yeah, man. I, I buy it and let me, uh, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll let you hold on to it until I need it back. I mean, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, when, when things are back to normal, if you want to buy it and come here and play it, you can right. sit in the office as long as you want and have fun. <laughs> I'll lock the door. You can spend all your whole day back here. Um, what, uh, what is going on in your screen? Mike? what is that filter supposed to be? Mike's crying flowers right now. I don't know. I, I'm just clicking on things, seeing what, see what I like. What is the name of it? Blossom something. Blossom. Blo- I can't see the full name. Mike's Mike's a blossom girl over there. Um. Anyways, this is a a weird episode. I'm like already halfway through this whiskey pour that I have here, so it's going to be a very interesting hour to say the least. I also didn't look at what time we started, so again, I need to get used to this different recording setup. But you know, we 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 we, we take roll with the punches. We roll with the punches. But before we get into things. Couple housekeeping things. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. From the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you need yourself a delicious, tasty, sweet fix, you can head on down from four to ten on Fridays, two to ten on Saturdays, and two to nine on Sundays. But that's not it. You don't feel like leaving your house? The world's a little scary. You don't want to go outside and be near other people who aren't wearing masks. I get it. I don't. I don't want to go outside. So instead. You can order yourself a fatty drop, and they will bring those hot, delicious, never pre-cooked, always made to order, fresh out of the oven. Three different rotating flavors a week. We get two, two. You get two flights, Mike. You get uh, a half dozen when you order, uh, at least. At least, I don't think you get to choose. So them. you get a nice double flight, six hot oven fresh cookies made with love. Made with with care. Mike's got a cat filter. I can't take it seriously right now. Get those delivered right to your mailbox, right <laughs> into your doorstep, and it is it is a, a treat worth having. Let me tell you. But you know what? Sunday mornings, you want a little, you want a little something sweet, a little something spicy, something to go with your morning. They got you covered with Chevy's from eight to two on Sundays. They're located at one Washington Square in Salem, Massachusetts. But like I said, on the weekends, if you want that hot and fresh delivery to your door, check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, the PTC Movie Club for September is in effect. It is uh, Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation. It was Mike's pick. I don't know why he picked this movie. I don't know why <laughs> we're watching watching the fifth movie in a, in, a, in a series, but it's Mike's pick. So if you want to participate in the PTC Movie Club, that's what we're watching for this month. Uh, for those of you who, who aren't regular listeners, we announce the movie at the beginning of the month. We talk about the movie at the end of the month. So we will talk about it on the last episode of September for the PTC Movie Club. It's, it's funny because it's the only Mission Impossible movie I haven't seen. I've seen them all. And for some reason, I just never saw that one. It, it's like Mike oh. knew. It's like Mike knew that this is, <laughs> this is the one. It was meant for me. <laughs> is there a reason why you picked it, Mike? Is it a movie you haven't seen? <laughs> Oh no, I've seen it before. Why did you pick this movie? I don't know. Right. Oh, so I you, mean, you it was on TV, and I was like, "Yeah." Wait, you think it was on TV the other day? I was like, "Yeah, you know, this one's uh, pretty good. Let's make him watch this one." 
Mike's what? Mike's a crazy guy. Crazy guy. Works for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I have very faint memories of the first three or four. I might, have, I might not have even seen four, to be honest. I can't remember. So I, five was again, just like basically the first time seeing a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, going to basically be the first time me seeing a Mission Impossible movie. I've seen like the first two a long time, like a long time ago. I actually had like, I think I had a Mission Impossible game for the Nintendo 64 too. I don't know if it was any good. I don't I, remember. I definitely did too. I had that game. I, I did too, yeah. Whatever, whatever movie was like him dropping down through the lasers. That, yeah, I had that game. One. I had that, that game. I had that I remember uh, that. Anyways, that's that's what I have for Mission Impossible knowledge is that scene, that one scene of him going down. And I don't know, does he do his own stunts or something? That's the only other thing yeah, I know about yeah, Mission Impossible. Did he like break his foot on jumping from a helicopter or something recently? He broke his foot jumping from like building to building for the most recent one. Yeah, that's those are the three things I know about Mission Impossible. There's a Nintendo 64 game where you drop through lasers. He breaks his foot and he does his own stunts. There you go. I think, he's a, I think and he's a Scientologist. Movie, yeah, right. I, Mike, I think in that, is that the movie where he does that like military drop where they drop from really high? No, I think that I was think... the most recent one. With, oh, that was uh, the most recent one. Okay, with Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy's a, the guy's nuts. He's crazy, and he's right. so old, but he's doing right. it. What, how recent was the newest one? Like last year? Yeah, last year or two years ago, I think. Yeah, Henry Cavill in it, and uh, it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Interesting. Mike's a big Mission Impossible guy. Who knew? I didn't know. I'm... Listen, I don't. I don't like Tom Cruise, but I've always kind of liked his movies. It's like, I, I usually enjoy a Tom Cruise movie. We I get it. You, like, you like Vanilla Sky? We get it. Yeah, I do like that. That's probably my favorite. Eyes Wide Shut it was a good movie. I don't know. Mike, yeah. I will. I will say, Mike, you missed the golden opportunity to force Todd to watch Fast and Furious. You fucked up so big. I've already no, no, no. Listen, that that would have been like an cool. easy like i know going into it on some level Brian's like all right mike's gonna make us watch fast and the furious i'm like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i actually didn't think that and like i didn't that did not pop in my head until today i i really thought you were going to either pick like a james bond movie for some reason or or an anime movie but you know i guess we'll watch tom cruise do his own stunts for I 2 hours i still can't wait for my next pick it's going to be good yeah, we'll probably cancel by then, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll see if this gets picked up for a new season. Uh, last bit of housekeeping news before we move into this episode is we have two PAX Online panels, which are taking place this month in September. So on September 18th, Friday at 6.15 Eastern, 3.15 Pacific, you can catch live on twitch.tv slash PAX3 or on Facebook or on Twitter, or on uh, YouTube. One is the loneliest number, games that never got a sequel. You can watch myself uh, and a bunch of friends from around the industry talk about, and Dom, Dom's on that one, uh, talk about games that we thought should have got a sequel. And then on Saturday, September 19th, from at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and 7 p.m. Pacific Time, streaming, same place, twitch.tv slash pack three and all of those other websites you can watch us talk about ranking the top 10 indie games of all time so far uh todd joins me on that one as well with a cast of amazing people from around the industry and uh i'm very excited for both of these panels i hope you tune in we'll definitely be in the chat those times watching along and uh watching the the chat meltdown at all of our garbage opinions for sure 
for sure. I'm really excited to see what the chat looks like when we're talking about the indie games. Like the 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 sequel one is definitely has the has like the underlying premise to be ridiculous. But the the indie one is definitely like, oh, we're talking about the top 10 indies of all time. And I feel like there are going to be people that really disagree with the games that we talk about. Yeah, because there's some games that didn't even make it that we were like, yeah, surprised yeah. At. I mean, it's it, it's impossible to to narrow down 10 indie games like it's absolutely like if if everyone that's on the panel, if the six of us all gave our own top 10, there would be. I would imagine very little overlap. There'd be some overlap, but I feel like right. everyone would have for the most part, you know, at least five of their picks would be something different than everyone else's. Right. So throw those on your calendar. Make sure to tune into those. Uh, they're going to be a great time. And we appreciate your support for sure on those panels. But before we get into tonight's topics, what have you guys been playing? Mike, what, what have you been playing this week? Anything new? Anything different? Just the old uh, Overwatch. Playing Overwatch. Just playing Overwatch. Played twice this week, didn't we? Or three times. Yeah. Like, uh, I think we played three times actually. Three three extended sessions. Love it. Uh like one one night it was definitely until like three in the morning, wasn't it? Or am I making that up? Or does that mean you played Tony Hawk? I don't remember. We played Tony Hawk that we actually played till like one thirty in the morning that night, and then we yeah. played Tony Hawk till like two thirty. I don't know. We're 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 losing I, our marbles. Wait, remember that dude last night that fell asleep while he was uh playing Bastion and just ran <laughs> off the side? Yeah, his name was uh I think his name was Toddy by Nature. <laughs> or what what yeah, Toddy by Nature, Todd of War. I don't even remember what your Xbox name is. Toddy by Nature. I don't even know what it is. I need to change it though. I should. Yeah. I need to I want to change mine actually too. I've had B Greasy forever and I'm thinking about changing it. We'll see. Uh with that being said, Mike, how like I know you like to say the comments you say, but are you actually mad that we're playing Overwatch again? Like um, where do you stand on Overwatch? I felt very comfortable like being able to write it off as a game I would play so then I could theoretically play something else. Not that I would, but like the time was there. Yeah, but I mean, we play Overwatch for a few hours at night. You you have all the time, you know, outside of that to play other games. Yeah, but I don't. So realistically <laughs> what happened is I could play either no games or you guys are like, oh, let's play Overwatch. And I'm like, ah, all right, I'm not doing anything else. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. You you got to you gotta love it, though, Mike. We're, we're, we're on a good streak. We got a nice little crew. We got we got Cam Hawkins joining us. We got a nice little rotation here. It's feeling great. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the deep dive back into Overwatch. I'm not going to lie. It's like, funny because I, st- I stopped playing, but now the only time I play is if you guys play. Yeah, so it's great. which and is, in my, in my opinion for you, that's better. Because now oh, you yeah. can focus on other games yeah. and like, yeah, it's yeah, like absolutely. we're all playing. And obviously, it stinks to lose, but I feel like I feel like so much of like the negativity and toxicity is gone. Like if we lose, right. oh, it sucks, but like we're we're still having a fucking blast. Um, right. Is this easy mode, basically? Uh, but what about Utah? What have you been playing this week? Anything? Anything different? Anything new? Or just the same old stuff? Fucking everything. It's like so much thrown at us this week. I mean, we both started playing uh, Avengers early in the week. Yeah, um, save the Avengers. We'll talk about that after okay. this. Um, what else? I've been playing Tony Hawk, a shit ton, uh, and I'm loving every second of it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, bailing as much anymore. The first night we played that, I yeah. couldn't stop falling. Like, I, I was also get, exhausted I that night. Like I was barely awake. <laughs> I couldn't get used to the controls at all. I was just every time I tried to grind, I just bail, bail, bail. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I think now, it didn't help that you were using Tony Hawk who has yeah, like right, lower stats for for ground stuff 
well, it's good because you can create your own player in it now. So uh, I, I did mm-hmm. that, and um, you can just like put your stats wherever. And yeah, it's it's great, man. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm way better at it now, though. And the online works really good. It's basically what we were playing the other night, but you can play ranked. I didn't realize that. There's ranked. There's ranked. Yeah. So I haven't got. Yeah, but I'm waiting. I'm yeah, waiting yeah. I'm sure there's people ready. that just like hold a combo for like ten minutes after the timer's gone, just grinding I, around in circles. I, I played a regular match and someone had a million points for like their like one move, and I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, you just got to get those combos and and keep grinding and manualing. Right. And other than that, I've just been playing Animal Crossing when I can get to it, which hasn't been a lot. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. This is uh this is the first week that I have had a gap in any days playing Animal Crossing. Two days in a row I didn't play Animal Crossing. It hasn't happened yet. Like up until this point, up until this week, I've still played it every day. But there was two days that I just was like doing other stuff and I just never played. I, I'm gonna partially blame Overwatch because like normally if I don't play Animal Crossing during the day, it's always a given that when I lay in bed I'm gonna play Animal Crossing. But those recent Overwatch nights. I'm like, I go to bed and I'm like, I can't even fucking think right now. I can't play over Animal Crossing. Well, it's um, funny because uh, Animal Crossing to me is the first thing I play when I wake up. Like, I'll see Liam. I'll be like, hi, Liam. <laughs> I grab fucking, uh, and, and grab, uh, grab my switch. Because I, I usually do my like 20 minute run. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and that's how, that's how I was mostly too, but. And I would say in the last few weeks, I think I've transitioned to more playing at night and like using that as like my way of, oh, I'll play for like two hours before I go to bed where I'm just like relaxing and doing stuff. I say that every night too, but we've done such late nights that I haven't been able to do that though. Like that's yeah. usually my like 11 to 12, 12 to one game, like where I'll just lay on the couch and put something on the TV. Yeah. But we've been well, playing that... fucking so late. I know, <laughs> but that's why I haven't played. That's why I missed two days this week. Um, I, I will maybe check in usually during the day just to, you know, hit my shops and stuff before they close for the day. But outside of that, I mean, yeah, it's just been Overwatch. Um, I've, I've sprinkled this week of Persona 5 uh, because Avengers kind of took up most of my week. And uh, obviously some Tony Hawk with you, which Tony Hawk, I'm I'm actually very surprised with how good it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's, t- it's, a, it's a remaster of Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Like, it's not this groundbreaking thing, but it's a nice, you know, it's a nice arcade skateboarding game. You know, nice little fun time. I don't know how long I'll spend with it, but you know, it's a nice, nice little experience. Definitely a lot yeah, of nostalgia. I'm, right, I'm psyched to have it back, though. You know, just something I can pop in and out. No, yeah. like, commitment. You know, just- I I hope it does well, so that I've seen a lot of people like, oh, do you think we'll get Tony Hawk three and four remastered next? I I, I mean, sh- cool if that's what you want, but I would hope Let's if do it a $20 does. Twenty dollar DLC. I, I just hope that if it does well, they realize, oh, we can just make a new Tony Hawk game and then just give us a new Tony Hawk game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I've been all week. But let's let's hop into Avengers because that uh, obviously uh, you know big deal game dropped. We we got it early. We got it on Tuesday. And we were playing through that. We you beat the main campaign, right? Yeah. So Todd and I both beat you know what's considered the campaign of the game. Without delving into spoilers, like what do you, what did you think of the story? So. I mean, it's like one of the quickest campaigns I've ever played through. Like, I never finished games that quick. Yeah, it was. I I, I don't know how long it was, but I would imagine it was like eight hours. Eight max, eight, eight hours max. And uh, yeah, I mean, it had some cool moments. And um, you know what? It, I thought it looked good. I see a lot of people complaining about like I have had zero issues as far as like 
like frame drops or like 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 um just random shit happening in the game. I yeah. had like anything. So I'm confused. Uh it's been running pretty smoothly for me since I've been playing it. I I had one time where I clipped out of the map and I was like stuck and I had to restart from a checkpoint. And there's definitely been some times in cutscenes where like certain things didn't load properly. So like uh, like there was one scene where a character was talking and their like face mask or helmet didn't load. So instead they just had like a black, like it was just all black from their nose up across their head. So it was just like, I don't know, little weird things like that, but nothing that's like, you know, game breaking. Obviously you don't want that to, to look at that stuff, but you know, nothing's going to make me go, Oh, this game is trash because of that. Uh, plus it, we also were playing it early and there was a day one patch on Friday. So I don't know if, you know, that patch fixed any of that stuff or or whatever. But uh I, I will say I, thought, I don't think it ended. I don't I don't I mean that it didn't end well. I just think it was very rushed. I think this game they should have released this game for the new consoles in like 2021. And just like cuz you I thought it look, I think it looked great graphically, but um there were like weird cuts cuts in the script and everything that would like completely it was, it seemed like it was edited poorly. I feel like it was rushed. I don't think it was a bad campaign or anything. It was quick and, you know, to the point, but uh, I don't know. I, I just didn't necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything remarkable for me. The story was okay. Like some of it felt kind of predictable, like certain things. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like sure. Um, but I will say, I think one of the things that I was hesitant about, I think most people were probably hesitant about this was just, Oh, you know, we're so used to the MCU for the last, you know, 20 years. You have these same characters, I guess, you know, minus Kamala, these same characters who are all being voiced by not their MCU counterparts. Not that, not that they were supposed to be voiced by them, but, uh, you know, I think a lot of people going into it were like, oh, this is going to sound bad or this is going to be whatever. But I actually like, I think they all like, I think the voice acting was fine. And I think the, the, the character building for the characters was good. I liked Kamala's character a lot. Um, she was the best part. Yeah, I think she was definitely the best part of the campaign. I was, I, yeah, it's tough to talk about without spoilers. I feel like most of the game is about Kamala, except for the end, even though the end is also kind of about Kamala. But um, I'm definitely interested to see where this goes. I mean, with the way the campaign ends and the fact that they're going to be adding to this over time, um, I'm definitely curious with the the overall story they're trying to tell. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, it wasn't a story to write home about, but I did enjoy certain aspects like the character building and stuff. Um, it's funny I, because... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's funny because I talked so much shit about this game. Like, I think like two weeks ago. Like, I mean, I, I think we both think. really did. Yeah, and, and I do think there's a lot of issues with the game, but it's so funny now because I actually really like the combat in the game. I love how when me and you are in an open map and I'm flying up and around the air, it's Tony just shooting missiles at people from above and I don't even know where the hell like half our team is and you guys are out fighting and it, it's just uh it's that shit's really cool about the game. I, I actually really like that aspect of the game. Yeah, I, I think that Oh, go ahead. I didn't think the com- I didn't think the combat was going to be that good though and the combat's actually really won me over in this game. I I think that 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 specific narrative has been making its way around the internet where it's just I think a lot of people had bad things to say about this game. A lot of people were underwhelmed with like 
you know, whether it's preview coverage or watching trailers or watching the live events where they were talking about the game. I think a lot of people were going into this game, not expecting it to be good at all. And all of a sudden, everyone who's had a chance to play it, I think their mind has changed. Mine included, yours included, um, which I wasn't expecting. I, we were both hopeful. We both wanted it to. We wanted to be wrong. And thankfully, we were. The one thing that I'm worried about is the end game and the longevity of the game. Like, it's a huge I, problem. Yeah, I've I haven't so we finished the game, but we I haven't really dug into what their in game is called the Avengers Initiative, which is like the post game stuff. I did uh, today. Oh, you and you you're not a fan. So no, I'm, I'm it's fine, but um, there's not a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's basically like a lot of the same or the like, same. I don't know if stuff opens up like or if I didn't look into it enough, but I did two missions. One of them was actually really hard. I couldn't even get through it. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it looks pretty bare bones, but maybe I'm just like looking at it wrong. Yeah. And I mean, again, like this is something they plan on supporting for a long time, I would I would imagine. So they'll definitely be adding stuff to it. But I hope the end game can at least hook us for, you know, a couple of weeks, because, you know, if it's like we play this week and then we don't really touch it much after that, I'm going to feel a little. Sour on the game after that, uh, I, I think a month, like a month of solid playing. I feel like it's probably a good benchmark. Like if we, if we get a good month out of the end game, good couple weeks out of playing it, not like every day, but like you know, a good enjoyment out of it for a couple weeks, I think that would be justifiable as as you know a solid end game for now. But I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. For, I, I want to rank up characters though. So like I'm thinking about it in Iron Man. I'm at level twenty one with him or twenty. Mm-hmm. And and each character goes to fifty. So yeah. by the time I, it's going to be a while, you know. And then I'm going to yeah. go, oh, who am I doing next? You know. And and there's definitely two different. There's two different basically things you're looking at. There's like your in your character's like level in the game, which is like okay, I got enough experience, I gained a level. But then there's also the battle pass for each character, which that I don't know if you've looked into it. You only gain levels in the battle pass by doing specific, like mission daily missions and weekly missions for that character so like you don't you don't gain levels in the battle pass by just playing the game and getting experience you have to do specific tasks and if you complete the battle pass for the character there's a bunch of unlocks you know skins uh emotes other other cosmetic stuff uh which it doesn't cost you anything you can pay to skip levels but i'm not going to do that because you can just do it all in the game it's just that stuff like if you wanted to max out to 50 and max out your battle pass for a character, that's definitely going to like increase the longevity of the game for you. But the variety of missions and stuff in the end game is not as robust as I had initially thought it was going to be at launch. But uh, yeah, the, the, the combat, to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, the combat is surprisingly you know, good and enjoyable because uh, I did not think so in the, in the beta. Uh, the beta was not, did not grab my attention at all. Um, but the multiplayer, I think, is where the game shines. As you were saying, like when it gets to an open world area and like Todd's playing as Iron Man and he's flying around and I'm on the ground as Kamala just like jumping and running around. It's very, very fun to be in this like not small space where I can see I'll see you at all times. It's like I don't know where Todd is, but I know he's like fucking shit up in the air and like breaking turrets and like doing all this stuff like it's. There, there's like a weird satisfaction from knowing that like I can't see Todd anywhere right now, but I know he's like above me in the sky doing crazy shit. That's great, and I love that it's varied. Like you know, and there's not 
it's not like we're all just running and you know it's it's you get your distance people you get yeah it's, it's it's a good thing it's it's cool i just hope i really really hope they just support it more down the line like yeah right if if they were if they were going to add a character that hasn't been announced who would you want them to add like first probably black panther because i think he'd be really cool in the game um his moveset would probably be like you know one of the better ones yeah i think um, so too that's like the first i would love to see blade but i don't know how blade would fit into this but i would you know love to i don't see know how, i don't know how you fit into the story that they're telling at the moment but i think he'd be another cool character with with his varied moveset and stuff I um believe, i still can't believe playstation's getting spider-man but whatever you know yeah, it's a little crazy. So Mike and I were talking about this earlier today on the phone. Um, it's the thing that's that I think the thing that sucks the most about Spider-Man being exclusive to PS4 isn't that he's a playable character that's exclusive to PlayStation 4. It's that he's a character that's exclusive to PlayStation 4 and the game is not addressing the character in any story capacity. So if if that stays that way, that means that like there won't be a Spider-Man narrative that ever comes into the game, which is kind of unfortunate unless they then down the line, like add miles on every platform. So there's like a Spider-Man character for everyone. And they introduce Spider-Man villains and stories through like miles or through Gwen or something. I think that would be really cool if they did that, like keep Spider-Man cool. Give me fucking miles. Great. Even though, again, I think miles would be another thing where Sony would try to grab, grab him. But, uh, it would unfortunately really suck more for the fact that if we don't ever get another Spider-Man character across all of the platforms, we're never going to get Spider-Man story content in the game because they already said that Spider-Man for PS4 is just like an, an additional character on the roster. They don't address him in the story in any way. So like there's no Spider-Man missions. Um, I'm what sure he'll have... He'll have like dialogue banter and stuff, but I, I don't. They're not going to address him in any other cinematic or or anything. Um, the one thing I forgot to mention is the 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 gear and how gear drops work in this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Anthony, and um, I think that's like its weakest thing right now because switching the gears is cool and everything. Gear and like you know keep on leveling it up. It's basically like Destiny, except it doesn't do anything to your character. So that kind of, I wish there was like something they could have done with that. I know. And I feel like there's to, like an to change the look of your character. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, you, know, it, you know, it's just, it, it makes it feel so hollow. I know it's like getting my power up and everything, but it doesn't make a big part of the end game that fun, I guess, because it's cool yeah. that I'm getting these drops, but at the same time, they're just, you know, they're just, there. I, th- I think a way that they maybe could have did it to make that matter would be if like the highest level of gear legendary, whatever the fuck it is, the gold one, whatever the highest level of gear is, if those specific gears for each character were like something that changed your look too. So it was like, Oh cool. I have like, you know, golden fucking gloves for, you know, whoever now or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, the gear is kind of whatever we're also, I mean, maybe the gear will matter more now that we're in the end game and doing stuff like that and like going for, for higher drops and, and gaining higher levels. But yeah, I mean, every, every mission I play, I get gear that's better than the previous gear. So it's just like, con- it's just a constant swapping out right now where right. No- nothing seems to matter too, too much. It's always like, okay, cool. This is one level higher. Let me throw this on. Um, for me, for characters that I'd want added, like the top one, I think, 
I think Wolverine would be a good character just because I, I think he would have a really uh, like I like Kamala a lot because Kamala's like a in your face like beat beat down character where like none of the other characters are like that. I mean, I guess kind of Thor, but like Thor, you're, it has a lot of verticality because you can fly. Obviously, Iron Man too. Uh, but I, I like Kamala and I like Cap a lot because their focus is like in your face more. So I feel, I feel like, you know, like you said, Black Panther, I think would be another good, good character just because he'd be up in your face. Uh, but Wolverine would be cool. And then, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not like this big Deadpool stand, but I think Deadpool would also be like a very varied moveset character. So that would be a, a cool character to have in there. Yeah. Um, I also kind of would want like, like it would be cool if they just added like a story arc for the guardians and they added all the guardians. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, there's a ton of potential for the game. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah, they can go a lot of different ways with it, and then they can they can add a a, a bunch of people. I'm I'm curious I, to see how Hawkeye plays when he comes out. I gotta look up what their plan is though, because I feel like I'm missing something when I was diving into it earlier. I was like, that's it. This is this is it. Just yeah. these four little places on the map, maybe five yeah. places. I, like, I don't know how I don't know how soon the first drop of new content is gonna be. Hopefully, it's this year. And I don't know if it's like updated daily, you know, like how kind of Destiny is like a new thing every week. Or yeah, I'm not sure. I just don't know how it works. So yeah, because I've I've kind of stayed away from some of that stuff. But Mike, who is also a big Marvel guy, is uh is absent from caring and or getting Avengers. What where is your after hearing us praise it? both on and off the podcast, Mike, where, where do you stand with Avengers? Has your opinion changed? Has your excitement changed? Um, all it made me do is remember that I have ultimate Alliance never bothered beating it. So I should probably get back to that. I also need to finish ultimate Alliance. You want to group up any night? Let me know. I'm down to rally it. Yeah. I forgot. I had it. What would there be anything that the game could add that would make you want to get it all of a sudden? Not that I can think of. Would there be a character that they threw in there that that would be like, all right, I need to fucking play as this character? No. Okay. The roster currently of playable characters is Cap, uh, Iron Man, Scarlet, I keep saying Scarlet, Black Widow, uh, Hulk, Kamala, and Thor. Who who would you want them to add next? I, th- I believe Hawkeye is the next character, but I guess after Hawkeye, who would you want to see in there? Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are next. Oh, they're both coming. Yeah. Nice. There's been a, there's been like a data mine leak that there are supposedly Black Panthers coming, supposedly Doctor Strange is coming, and I think there was one other character in that in that data leak. Oh yeah, but... Doctor Strange is probably like he's probably one of the more appealing ones because he can probably fly too. You know, yeah, he'd probably have one. cool magic attacks. Like he'd be he'd yeah. be interesting. But who, you know, who, either people we've said or or not, who would you want to be the next character, Mike? If you could choose, uh, let's say um, Namor, the Submariner. That'll be fun. What would his moveset be? Would he be like like conjuring fucking water and stuff? I don't know what he does. He just doesn't he just talk to animals? Talk to water animals? It's Aquaman. Are they basically the same thing? I have no idea. Nah, Moore's more of a dick. Um, <laughs> Is he a villain, though? I think he starts off as a villain, and then he became more of like a anti-hero sort of thing. Okay. 
Yeah, he was around. He was just kind of a jerk. <laughs> oh, you know the great um, Professor X. I was just gonna say Magneto. He just wheels around. <laughs> uh yeah, that'd be interesting. He would just walk around going X Men, or I guess wheel around saying X Men, X Men constantly. He just make yeah, any yeah. person's head explode because he's connected to them all. Yeah, I will say they they're gonna severely mess up if the way that they add people is like, all right, cool. They're gonna add like a couple, like they're gonna add some X Men in together with X Men story with this with this. You know, they're gonna add guardians they're going to add guardians you know they're going to add ronin or something they're going to add all all of these elements at once that would be hopefully like the way they go about it but who knows with hawkeye being the next character who the hell knows i'm excited Uh, about hawkeye though yeah i'm curious to see how he plays i i because i i didn't think i was going to like uh black widow either but i actually don't hate black widow the more i play with her she's got an interesting moveset um it's. It seems, I and mean, maybe if you get further in her skill tree, it's not the case. But it seems like her her fighting style is like dependent on using her pistols a lot, but also being very good at like dodging and countering other people's yeah. moves. So it's. I kind of. I kind of like that. Uh, I think Cap's kind of the same way in regards to like you have to be good at uh, like dodging and countering, and you can pull off some crazy combos. That shield charge push he does though, I love it. It's so good. Yeah, Cap's pretty. Cap's pretty good. I, I actually like his alt is the best too. Like you he just go nuts. Yeah, he <laughs> might end up being who I pick the most if no one else wants to pick him. Right. Um, it's probably between him and Kamala to be honest. Um, but yeah, so Avengers, I am shocked to say again, I can't comment too much on the on the end game stuff, the post game, but I think there's something there. I think there's something good there. If you want to take a take a chance on the on the longevity of it, if that matters to you, then I don't know, maybe do some more research. But I think overall, like it's a great multiplayer experience. If you have friends to play with, I would definitely make sure you have someone to play with because I don't. If you're just playing the solo and then counting on matchmaking with randoms, I don't. I don't know how how much fun you you're gonna have out. with that. I don't know. Everyone's but, a Marvel fan, you know, so it's that's true. Useful. That's true. The other big thing that we're gonna talk about for probably the rest of this episode is we got finally the, the super Mario rumors have come to fruition. So earlier this week, we got a super Mario 35th anniversary direct and among the things announced, there was a lot to digest over that, like 60 minutes, but some of the bigger things, uh, Mario Kart live home circuit, which I don't think this is something I'm going to buy. But I think it's something that's really fucking cool. I don't know where either of you stand on this. My house is too small and messy to use that shit. Yeah. I feel like but, the same for me. It's impossible. It wouldn't work where we are now. Yeah. But I mean, am I alone thinking that it's like pretty fucking cool though? Like, I feel I like that's a cool, it. cool thing. It's a cool thing. Um, I like. I feel like Liam would probably lose his mind over that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, I, I definitely. That's the thing with him though. Liam will be like lose his mind for a day or two. And then, like, a week later, he hasn't touched it. And they'll be like, hey, Liam, you remember that, that thing we got? And he's like, oh, yeah. And then I'll go back to it for a day. And yeah. Day. You know what I'm saying? Ha- like, the kids, they're ha- all over the place. Has he already, like, forgotten with Legos? Like, does he not really mess with the Legos anymore? No, ironically enough, we rebuilt the whole place today because you can, like, change them all. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we rebuilt it all today. So he was he was messing around. With it. He, he wants Bowser's Castle so bad. And I'm like, buddy. That's, like, the super there. expensive one, right? Yeah. 
it's not about the price, but it's a, uh, it's like, I want to say it's like over a thousand pieces. I'm like, yeah. buddy, we're not doing that. I'm like, yeah. he's like, well, can we just get it from Bowser? <laughs> you know what I'm you like, should do is uh, do you already have? Isn't there like a like a Bowser's Castle like playset you can buy? Do yeah, you already have that? Have that yeah, 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 I was yeah, gonna yeah. say like that's that. Yeah, no, no. Cont- he, you yeah. shouldn't have showed him. Did you show him the the Bowser's Castle and you shouldn't have showed it to him? I don't know. I think no. He watches on like the like. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The YouTube kids channels he watches. It's like they all have all this stuff. Yeah, they're like, go buy this now. Yeah, Daddy, can right. I buy this? Uh, no, he's so, still obsessed with Mario right now, though. Mario's his jam. Yeah, hell yeah. He's he's, is, gr- which, he's growing up right. Yes, which is th- th- what we're talking about right now. Did you even bring it up yet? The collection? I mean, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, that's uh... that's what... <laughs> I don't know if you said that. Uh, then you stopped no, talking. No. Uh, so we got that. We got the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Probably something I won't get, but I think it's really cool um, for for the listeners who I guess de- didn't watch this or, or didn't pay attention during it or whatever. It's basically it's a game you play on your Switch, but it's a cart that has a camera in real life that you drive around your house, and it has little like checkpoints that you set up, and you basically make your own course. And it looks really cool. I, I think it's like a, a cool cool thing. And when I was watching it, all I could think is. I wish I was young because if I was young when this came out, like I'd be fucking losing my mind over this thing. Um, but we got a Super Mario 35, which is coming later this year. It is a battle royale, which borrows a lot of the same uh, gameplay mechanics from Tetris 99, which is also a Nintendo game. Um, I think it looks cool. I mean, I think I'm going to be garbage at it. I'll download it and play it. It's a, it's a, you know, it's included with Nintendo Online. But I, where, how do you guys feel about that? I'm most I know excited Todd, for that. I know I, Todd I, hates I, battle royales. No, but I'm I'm wicked excited for that because I I'm absolute garbage at Tetris. So give mm-hmm. me like the, give me Mario because the first Mario I'm I, I'm fine with you know. Yeah, and, I'm excited and, for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll play the shit out of that definitely. What about you, Mike? Do you care about it? I didn't play Tetris 99. I'm not going to play Mario 35. All right, fair enough. Mike Mike hates fun. Mike hates battle royales more than Todd. Um. One of the things that I'm most excited about, unfortunately, it's not until next year, but Super Mario 3D World is coming to the Switch, which is like arguably one of the best Mario games, hands down. Um, and it's also getting an additional piece of content included called Bowser's Fury. And all they did was give us a, like a, a quick cinematic tease of what that is. It's a very dark and rainy place. Cat Mario sitting in front of like a like a Bowser. Uh, temple of some sort. What do we think this is going to be? You think this is going to just be like, you know, a couple worlds, one world, or a bunch of hard challenges? Or I think it'll be more than one world. I think it would be. Stupid. I hope so. Yeah. It, 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 there's got to be more to it, but um, I'll, I'll take whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, that base game itself, I was going to buy no problem. So right. add extra, extra content in there. I'm so excited. I know Todd loves 3D World. Mike, do you care for 3D World or no? I don't remember if I played it. Uh, well, 3D World, we played almost all together, four-player, me, you, Dom, and and my youngest brother. Uh, That's the one, it's the one where you can play four players, and the winner of each round has the crown on the next level. Okay. I, I faintly remember that. Um, so that should... That should be your answer. Is that 
I didn't remember that I even played it. It, it was a fun game, but Mike, you could you could play as Rosalina, Mike. That was your girl. Yeah, I could also do that in Mario Kart. That's what I do. All right, meet me on the track, Mike. Meet me, meet me after this. We'll see what happens. Where is show, this hostility coming from? Sh- show you how it's done. I don't know. I kind of want to play Mario Kart Eight. I'm not gonna lie. And then we got a bunch of other stuff. We got you know, Mario Puma collab, Cat Mario and Peach Mario, uh, Peach Cat Peach Amiibo coming, Game Watch Mario Edition coming, and then Super Mario All Stars released on the Nint- the Super Nintendo app on Switch. So if you wanted to play the original Super Mario All Stars, which has you know Mario One Two Three Lost Levels and World on it. That's there. Did you download it, Todd? I know you're waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it has my second favorite Mario game of all time. Which one? Uh, Super Mario Two. No, That's your like favorite. My, no, it's like in my top four, though. Easy. Yeah, I mean, I I played I played a lot of Mario Two growing up, but Same. it was like I a huge game. It's, it's not it's not like my favorite Mario. I don't think. I mean, I don't even, even, play, I don't even think it's in my top five game. Mario games. It's, it's it's a weird Mario game. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it, it introduced so many like crazy characters that went on to become like staples of the franchise, like Shy Guys, Birdo. Right. Uh, there's a lot of lot of characters that started in that game, and they that, still care. And to this day, Peach still can float. You know, like as you play yeah. Peach. Yeah, there's a lot of things that that you know. Luigi has a you know a little flutter jump, a little bit higher than than Mario. Uh, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. I used Toad a lot in that game back in the day. Toad was used to my character. I was always Peach, always. I mean, Peach was like the Peach was like the, the yeah the easy easy way out. I would pick it was either Peach or, or Toad to be honest. I think I took I, Luigi quite a bit too. I forget what Toad did differently. I think Toad might have jumped. Maybe it was the quickest. I don't know. It was quickest, I think. I'll just never forget the sand levels when you have to keep on digging, and digging, digging down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, so yeah definitely, definitely some interesting stuff. I, I I mean, I did play a lot of that game too, but and then the meat and bones of this direct, which is what everyone was kind of holding out for. I know there's some people that are a little salty about it still, um, but we're getting Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is including Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. And it's coming out in like two weeks. I think it's September 18th. And you get all three of those arguable classics for 60 bucks. I can't wait. Like, I am super excited for this um super mario 64 fantastic game i haven't played sunshine in so long i haven't played galaxy since it came out on the wii so i'm excited to revisit all these games how how do you guys feel about this coming out i mean i'm, I'm pumped for it but at the same time i'm a little disappointed too because I, I feel like it's like a half-assed attempt for nintendo i i, I we talked about this i would have i would have paid 60 dollars each for each one of those games if they just put like a good makeover if they just like remade them, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree if they, if they did like full remasters and released them separately, I also would have probably bought all three of them for 60 bucks. Um, but I'm also, I'm not, I'm not necessarily mad about what they are giving us simply because unless I turn on my GameCube, I can't play sunshine. Unless I turn on my Wii, yeah. I can't play galaxy. So I am at the bare minimum happy that I can now, in two weeks, play these games on my Switch, no problem. Uh, especially Sunshine, just because Sunshine, I feel like, is pro- of all of those games, it's the game I have not played in the longest amount of time. And I think it's a game that a lot of people 
are either hot or cold on like some people love that game some people hate that game so i'm excited for a lot of people on both sides of that argument to replay it again to see where these people's opinions lie now i think a lot of people are going to switch back and forth between like i think there's going to be people that used to love it that are going to play it and maybe not like it and then the other way around as well um but what about you mike how, how are you feeling about these the 3d all-stars collection um are you getting it yeah probably i mean how do you feel about those three games in general i i know i know you've played sunshine in 64 Mm -hmm. and i did you play galaxy i don't remember no i didn't play galaxy so galaxy is actually a really good game too and it has a really good soundtrack like i've never played two though galaxy 2 i never played but the the first you still won't yeah Yeah, i don't know right well so how do you feel about this collection mike that's cool 60 bucks not too bad even though they didn't remaster anything right it's just like straight ports uh they're they're a little bit optimized like the super mario 64 is a little bit smoother it's a little bit updated it's brighter like you if you if you like google comparison screens of super mario 64 and what they showed in the trailer for the game like it's definitely have has some graphical improvements and it's very noticeable if you watch them side by side it's not again it's not like this big improvement but it's very noticeable if you watch them side by side i don't know about 64 but i believe sunshine and galaxy are also both um they're up res a little bit but i believe they also changed the aspect ratio to fit like standard tvs now yeah um so i don't know if they did it for 64 though or not but I'm I'm super excited for these. I mean, again, it would have been really cool if they did full HD remasters. I would have spent gladly spent sixty bucks on all of them, uh, each of them. But I mean, I now I, don't, that I think about it. Uh, no, my only real thought is that now I think about it because I have beaten I beat sixty four in Sunshine before. Um, what will end up happening is that I will get the game. Just knowing that, like, if I ever felt like shutting my mind off, I could just turn it on and play a little bit because I or beat. Like, I don't really care what happens. Uh, on some level, I want to beat. I want to complete Sunshine, um, but just thinking about it, it's actually kind of a hassle. So maybe I won't. What would uh, what would be the first game that you play when you get it between the three? Um probably 64 because i think that's a quicker start okay what about you tell what's the first one you're gonna play you think uh, i don't know because i bought the physical for liam so i don't know i'm gonna probably end up buying it digitally online <laughs> 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 i know i am i still just probably no actually it's good to have a, a physical copy of it, at least I, I can live physical through him now <laughs> yeah that's like, perfect right but um yeah i uh, i probably I would probably dip into 64 and if it wasn't because 64, I'm not super excited about. I just don't know if it's going to hold up as well. You know, I haven't played that game in so long. Um, I but... I played it. I pr- I've probably played it within the last 10 years and I think it, I think it still holds up. Like yeah, okay. um, I'm excited yeah. to play it with, with, you know, I'm assuming it has somewhat tweaked controls for the switch. Um, same thing with the sunshine. I would imagine there's somewhat tweaked controls, but I'm excited to play it again because i i think 64 is going to be surprisingly very very good for how old it is i'm most excited to play sunshine because me and amanda used to play the shit out of that game but 
uh, I think I want to play Galaxy first because I remember playing the first couple of levels of that game, but it was on the Wii and I never used the Wii that much. So <laughs> yeah, Mike's so filter I, right now is crazy. <laughs> so I probably would, I, I Galaxy is a game that I would probably want to finish. So I probably would start with that. Yeah, I I don't know where I'm at. Part of me wants to start with Sunshine just because it's a it's of those three, it's the one I haven't played in the longest. Um but part of me might just I might just go 64 Sunshine and Galaxy and just play through them that way and right. and uh and enjoy it that way. Maybe stream a little bit of it or something. You think Amanda will play Sunshine with you or no? Yeah, I gotta find my docking station for my switch, so it's never been docked. So it's, I don't even know where that thing is at this point. Yeah, um, you think Liam's gonna like these games? Yeah, he'll be psyched. He likes anything Mario. Anything yeah. Mario, you throw at him. Uh, I just, ironically enough, I just a little off topic, but I uh, Kirby. There's a free it's free to play Kirby game. I, how did I not know about this? Uh, like Battle Battle Crash or Battle. Yeah. I have it. it. It's it's or whatever. It's just like a boss battle thing, isn't it? Yeah, Liam fucking that's his, that's his jam. Boss battle. It has that's a lot of microtransactions. Make sure he's not uh, buying a bunch of Kirby gems or whatever. Right. I know. I I, I should actually look. I should actually probably should take it off right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of microtransactions in that game. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess since you kind of kind of brought it up without bringing it up on purpose, but the other thing that I know a lot of people are kind of upset about with the announcement of the 3d all-stars is that it seems to be a limited release where it's going to come off of the digital store in March and also going to be a limited print of the physical cards. So a lot of people are upset about that. Like, why is this a timed game that is going to disappear after a little while? And I don't, I don't necessarily like, yes, it's a very like, anti-consumer move but at the same time it's also like not not necessarily a niche product but it's like if you want to buy it just like it's like you know what it is it's three mario three legacy mario games like if that is something you want just buy the game you know what i mean but what if you're like the kid who didn't manage to get a switch until next christmas I don't know, Mike, but this cat filter you have on reads mm. your lips very well. So when you just talked, that freaked me the fuck out. Memories all alone in the moon. <laughs> it's so it's so crazy. Um, I mean, I get it. There's a lot of there's a lot of I mean, listen, nothing about it is good. It's great for scalpers who want to buy the physical copy and resell it. Like it's uh, it's it's it is not. They want you know what they want to do. They're going to fucking sell each one individually after that time period. I mean, that's what the, that's probably what they will do is they'll probably add those games to the digital shop after the fact when they, when this goes away, you know, as like $40 games each or something to, to, to rake it in. I, I will say I, I get the, the, the physical cartridge being a limited production, but them taking it off the digital store as well in next March is a little, you know, dubious. Weird. It's, it's, it's not, it's definitely a very anti-consumer move. I'm not like I'm not defending this this position. I don't I don't think it's a good decision. I, I, it's definitely not pro-consumer. It's definitely, hey, we're a business. We want to make money. We're gonna force you to buy this game now. We're gonna force you to 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 spend money on this game, even if you're unsure if you want it, even if you don't know if you want it, even if you don't have a switch yet, but you want it in the future. They're definitely trying to force sales of this game right now. Um, 
So definitely, definitely a very shady move, not, not a very pro consumer move, but I will say, I mean, if you want the physical cartridge, I would pre-order it. I know pre-orders are live on most, if not all sites now, definitely pre-order it because it is not going to last. It is going to be very hard to get. And there are going to be people selling on eBay for like $300 at least. So if you do want the physical card, I would definitely pick it up. Obviously you have, you know, a few months to buy the digital one if you don't care about the physical cartridge. But anyways, before we wrap things up, since we're in this 35th year for 35th anniversary of Mario and we have another big anniversary next year for Nintendo, that being Zelda next year, 2021 will be the 35th anniversary of Zelda. What Zelda games would you want to see come in a collection to the switch or come to the switch? Isn't it Zelda and Metroid next year? I think is it like both of them? I believe it's both. uh Metroid might be. Let me just double check. Metroid first release nineteen eighty six. No, I don't know eighty six. Actually, no, you're right. Eighty six would be thirty fifth anniversary next year. Yeah, so they're gonna drop some crazy shit next year. Probably. So. So, I mean, there you go. People want that Metro. You'll see it. It's going to be next year, definitely. Yeah, people want that Metroid Prime Trilogy collection. That's definitely happening next year for the for yeah. that. But with Zelda, is there any Zelda games you'd want to see on the Switch that aren't available now? I mean, because you got to think about this right now. With this with this collection dropping for Mario and next February us getting 3D World on Switch, like almost every Mario game is available on the Switch come next February. There's a few that aren't like, you know, 3D Land, which I would love if they ported that to the Switch, too, because I would definitely buy that again. Um, the Game Boy games, uh, the two Mario Land games. Um, and then at least for main titles, the. The 3DS. The two 3DS new Super Mario Brothers games and new Super Mario Brothers for DS are all the only like main Mario games that now are not available on the Switch. So when it comes to Zelda. For games that aren't available, there's a ton. Is there anything you'd want to see? Uh, I would probably want Wind Waker just because I've never played enough of that game. It was one of those games I bought twice. To, no, I got it free on the Wii U, but I just never picked it up. Yeah, I think I, I think I played the first Temple and that was it. But it was definitely a game I would like would love to get into. Yeah, I mean, Wind Waker is one of my favorite games of all time. I love Wind Waker, so I would, I would love I'm, if you revisited that game yeah i love the art style it's i think it's like i think it's one of the best looking zelda games yeah i think so too i think they nailed it i think they crushed it 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 ages very well because of this the art style like it does not look bad um i agree with you i'd want that i i will say we probably won't get it especially seeing what they did with the mario collection but if they were going to do an hd remaster of ocarina of time for the 35th anniversary that would be incredible like i don't even care if you don't change anything about the game but if you just gave us like if you you basically made it look like breath of the wild graphics but the same like style of ocarina of time i'm i'm on board please i'll I'll spend a hundred dollars on that cartridge jesus um i know you're not a big zelda guy mike would there be anything for you that you'd want to see come to the switch for zelda next year for the 35th anniversary Have you ever played any Zelda game? I don't think so. You did I, buy Breath of the Wild, though. I, I bought Breath of the Wild. So, yes, I started Breath of the Wild. Maybe they should bring that one to the Switch. 
Is that the only <laughs> Zelda game you've ever purchased? Um, I think I think I have one for the 3DS. It was like whatever they brought to the 3DS, either Orcarina or Majora. Uh, they brought Majora. both to the 3DS. They both. So I think I have one of those, but it might still be in like plastic wrap. Okay. All right. Mike's a big Zelda guy. But I figured it would be interesting to to look at some other anniversaries coming up in the next few years for Nintendo to see if there's anything you think they'll celebrate in any of those years. So in 2021, in addition to Metroid and Zelda, it is the 40th anniversary of Donkey Kong. So I don't know if they're going to celebrate Zelda, Metroid, and Donkey Kong in one year, but if they did celebrate Donkey Kong next year for the 40th anniversary, is there a Donkey Kong game you'd want to see get some sort of treatment on the Switch? They do for a new one. When did uh, Tropical Freeze come out? That came out a while ago. I mean, like, Tropical Freeze is technically a Wii U game. So, I mean, yeah, they definitely are due for something. I mean, that, that could be the thing, too. The way that they honor some of these franchises is just putting out a new game and not necessarily a remaster or a remake or a collection of some sort. Um, but I would, uh, I think, I think Dom especially would be very excited if we got Donkey Kong 64 ported to the Switch for the 40th anniversary. I think uh I think whatever's not on the Super Nintendo app on the Switch for the Donkey Kong Country games, I think those should be added to that at the bare minimum next year for the 40th anniversary. But also in 2021 will be the 20th anniversary of Pikmin. I am first of all like the fact that Pikmin is 20 years old makes me feel real fucking old because Pikmin doesn't feel like it's 20 years old, but it will be 20 years old next year. I would be super jazzed if they brought Pikmin 1 and 2 to the Switch in addition to Pikmin 3 that's coming out in October. Like if they gave us a, a, a Pikmin Legacy Collection with 1 and 2. 3 is the only one I ever played. Instant purchase. Pikmin 1 and 2 are great too. I mean, 3 is obviously the best one because it's the same game you know it's the same style of game just you know with more features and and, and better flu- you know fluidity but i would definitely play one and two again if they brought brought them together as a little collection for for next year also turning 20 next year is super smash brothers which i don't think we would get like 60 i mean maybe we would i mean i could see them throwing 64 on the switch just just as a little you know a little download that people would definitely spend money on I mean, people bought it when they put it on the virtual console on the Wii. But do you think uh, you think we would get anything for Smash other than just like you know new characters coming in the in the normal DLC for Ultimate? They need to make a new Smash, man. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is this is going to be the Smash for a long time. Good for a long time. Uh, and then rounding out 2021 next year with another anniversary would be Pokemon getting its 25th anniversary. Ooh. I know Todd's a big Pokemon guy, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense to put Pokemon Snap out next year for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Nope, they gotta put out. They should put out. They should remaster Sword and Shield next and make them good. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Mike? Um. You know. <laughs> it's so creepy when you smile because your teeth it's so creepy i know it's weird cats uh, don't have teeth like that is this what the cats movie looks like because i don't want to watch yeah, it if that's the case does, i i haven't seen it yet it's um i should have i should have picked that to be my movie 
Um, oh yeah, what are you doing? I know I fucked up. You fucked up big time. Next, it's uh, it's so creepy. Come around. Um, what was the question again? Uh, what would you want to see any any game come to the Switch for Pokemon 25th anniversary next year? Hmm. Uh, I mean, look, my Pokemon games of the past, I guess it'd be kind of cool to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it'd be kind of cool. Well, yeah, Red and Blue, maybe like the original Red and Blue. Yeah. Those, although I didn't play Red or Blue, so I don't really care. Um, <laughs> um, or yeah, I those are the ones I care about. <laughs> Maybe Coliseum. Uh, Coliseum, really? You're a fan of that? I, I'm a fan of it. In um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for or the term? In a nostalgia way. I I can barely call it nostalgia because my interaction with um. With Coliseum was, oh wow, that's really cool. I can, you know, import my Pokemon into the game and play them in 3D. Although I think either at the time I didn't own a game, or when I rented Coliseum from Blockbuster, I didn't have a way of like actually using that particular feature. Yeah, so that makes sense. Now, so even if they ported it, I don't know how that would work. Now, like, because you can already just play sword and shield and get like the same results yeah um yeah i mean i think it would be cool if they released um like i I don't want to say anything bad i mean i I guess i I can't actually say anything about the let's go games because i didn't play them but i think it would be cool if they did a pokemon game that's revisits the old games but does it in the not let's go version like does it as a more traditional Pokemon game, but I don't. I think Pokemon Snap will be their way of paying homage to that. Maybe they'll throw some Game Boy games, you know, as digital downloads on the Switch. But in 2022, Kirby turns 30, so I don't know if there's anything for Kirby in 2022 that you'd want to see. Uh, uh, let's say Kirby Pinball. I don't really care about Kirby. Kirby Pinball. Pinball let's, just, let's just say. Yes. It. I would want a new Kirby game, but um, cause I thought All Star Allies was trash. Liam likes it, but yeah, I mean the the ones on the 3DS, Planet Robobot and Kirby, I think it's called Kirby Super Deluxe. I, have uh, Super, I enjoy- Deluxe. Super Deluxe yeah. is great. Yeah, I enjoyed that game a lot. I'd love to see a new Kirby game. I'm, I mean, there's always a Kirby game. We'll we'll get one eventually. Uh, well, I guess we did get Star Allies, so not too long ago. So maybe not a brand new game anytime soon, but I I'd love to see some, some Kirby love for the 30th anniversary on the Wii. It must've been the 25th anniversary on the Wii. They did release a Kirby anniversary edition. I do have it. Um, I forget how many games were on it, but it had a lot of Kirby games on it. I would love to see them do something like that again. And then also in 2022 is the 30th anniversary of Wario. I would love if they gave us a new Wario Land game because Wario Land games, I don't know if either of you had the chance to play those games, but those games are fucking fantastic. Yeah, no, they're great. I forget which one I played. I had one for the Wii, I think, though. Uh, for the Wii? Wario, Wario Land shape? Wario... Wario... Oh, you had a WarioWare game or Wario yeah, Land? Wario. Oh, yeah, WarioWare I had. Yeah, I mean, those games are great, too. I, I would love any new Wario game. Give us a WarioWare game or a Wario Land game or both. Um. I'm in, but Wario Land, those platformers are really good. They're like, 
like slept on platformers that are fantastic. And then in 2023 would be Star Fox's 30th anniversary. So hopefully by then we'll finally get a new Star Fox game. Don't give us zero. I mean, you can give us zero. Just, you know, a good, give, a us, good one. give us regular controls. I, I will say Slippy, the, the spinoff game for that with Grippy Toad. I forget what it's called. Star Fox Command, maybe. I can't remember what it's called. Star, Star Fox. You know, fun time with Uncle Grippy. Un- Uncle Grippy. Uh, it's called like Star Fox. Uh, I need Uncle to just know Grippy what it's called. Huh? No. What the fuck is it called? Star Fox Adventures of fucking Uncle Grippy. Star Fox Grippy. Grippy Toad. Star Fox Guard. It must be called Star Fox Guard. Uh, I have the physical copy of that game. I haven't looked at that. That game has got to be worth money because <laughs> I don't know how many of those they made. Uh, Star Fox. I don't think that's the right name of the game. I don't know why that name sounds wrong to me. It's correct. Uh, nope, you can buy it for $12.99 on eBay, so it is not not yet. Eventually, that'll be a fucking a rare, rare game. Uh, but that was fun for what it was. it was. I mean, it was not a Star Fox game. It was like a tower defense game, but I enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't hate a Star Fox Adventures port to the Switch for, for the 30th anniversary. I feel like that game has some has some love that it doesn't get. There's some love that, that, that it's missing. But the final anniversary that I think no one is talking about is this year is the 20th anniversary of Waluigi making his first appearance. Where's our Waluigi game? Where's our Waluigi Wait, love? So you're saying that's this year? 2020 is the year of Waluigi. Uh, when's the next Smash character update? Uh, when when's the next one due? There's at least one more coming this year, right, Mike? Uh, I think so. Things are screwed up because of the world. Yeah. Um, but what was the plan? Six over two years? I think so. So there should be at least one one more this year. I, I would imagine if there's still a Game Awards, it'll probably be part of that, unless they just decide to show it on their own, which they can also do, or just drop it on Twitter because it's Nintendo. But I feel like Sakurai likes to do deep dives, so it probably wouldn't be that. But um, I mean, yeah, there's people that want Waluigi. It could always be him. And didn't they say that the that this that this character pass wouldn't be all guest characters? I don't remember what they said, but I feel at this point Sakurai's like, no, this is my game. I don't want that fucking long nosed freak in my game. He's uh, the internet would blow up though. The internet will blow up. But he's not making the game for the internet. He's making the game for himself. I mean, that's true, too. I don't know. I mean, I could I could see Waluigi getting added, like, way down the line if he doesn't get added in a character pass as, like, a... Listen, please shut up. Here's his character. I want to I I get this roster to 150 characters. I can see him getting added when Sakurai's, like, legitimately done with the game and, like, he's, like, out for good and, like, the next guy does it and, you know, just to get people, like, hyped up he throws in waluigi and i was like oh yeah waluigi's here but then when you play the game it's like it's not the same anymore something's different without sakurai it just feels different yeah i like mean that, i like that season of uh community after dan Harmon left and like it was okay but something was off about it and like uh, it needed know. more waluigi 
that's true too. I did ask like venomously. That's not how the word goes. I said, "Put Waluigi in community." After we after we lost, um, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, it's like please place him with Waluigi. They didn't it would be nice. Mm. What could have been? But if that's all we get to say about these Mario games, that brings us to the end of episode two seventeen of the Pass Control Podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at passcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at passcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you're a fan of the show, friend of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to follow us on social media, share the show on social media, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, if you can leave us a review there, that would be fantastic. And if they're, you know, where you do listen to shows, if there is an option to leave a review, leave us a faster review. That would be fantastic. We'd appreciate you so much. If you do have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron or going to pass the controller.threadless.com and becoming, uh, becoming and buying something off of our shop. Uh, yeah. As always, you can find me at Beagroom. You can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Mike at underscore Mike Opath. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 217 of the Pass Control Podcast. If you go outside, please wear a mask. Mm-hmm.